The book was better. Where's your iPad? It's on my lap. So. On your lap? Okay. You're quickly. like making me motion sick. Sorry. I had to quickly balance it. <laughs> because on top it of so it moving clap. on your lap, it also like tries to do the like focus thing. Yeah. And so it's just like double movement. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another mini sode for the Book Was Better podcast. I am Kaylee Clark. I'm Taylor Collette. And Taylor has a disclaimer before we begin our episode today. Yes. So we just got a new puppy uh, on and he's Thursday. Real cute. He's there you go. Oh, like on demand. OK, <laughs> uh, he is a two month old Shih Tzu and uh, his name is Maxwell. We call him Max and he's very cute, but he's a puppy. So you may hear the occasional whine or bark uh in the background there you go disclaimed but it's cute so you can get over it yeah <laughs> i'll post pictures on instagram you. so you can appreciate him he real cute you real cute we've got another unofficial mascot for the podcast we've got my two cats and now your dog yes <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody well it should come as no surprise that with the 20 year anniversary of Harry Potter and the Harry Potter reunion that was aired on HBO Max, that we were going to talk about it. I mean, I mean how on, could you not? It. How could we not? So we are just basically going to talk about our reactions and our feelings and our thoughts while we watched and experienced <laughs> the Harry Potter reunion. It was an experience. I'm on HBO. It was an experience. Man, it was an emotional experience. Let's be let's be real. <laughs> yeah. It was emotional. So sorry, I just noticed that my kids messed with my microphone. So hopefully everything's hopefully okay. Hopefully I'm hopefully y'all can hear me. Mm, it's fine. But Okay, well, first first impressions then. I mean, I just cried like a lot, like a lot throughout it. Yeah, it was happy tears, sad tears, nostalgic tears, all the tears. It, it definitely was just playing hard to all the nostalgia. Um, I think that that mm -hmm. was kind of their goal with it. Like it definitely I thought they would maybe oh, talk. especially with how it opened. Yes. You oh know? my goodness. I With thought they like would the letters and the train yeah. and the music Ugh. and the scenery. Ugh. Um, I thought they would maybe talk a bit more about behind the scenes, but I felt like they really just were reminiscing on like the experience more than going into a ton of detail about anything. Which I do think was yeah. probably for the best for a twenty year anniversary I mean, special. They still did behind the scenes in the sense where, like, they brought the directors on mm -hmm. for each of the films and the directors kind of talked about their thought process. And I mean, I, 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 I had some definite. Yes. Thoughts and and really would like to have some words with some of those directors, because I mean, which which director was it? It was. It's the one six, who did the last 
three. The four. last three. The last three. Where he kind of straight up said, yeah, it happens this way in the book. And I didn't want it to happen that way, so I changed it. Like, he basically just straight yeah. up, like, took ownership for why well, it's funny we had in, those grievances. If you've listened to our Harry Potter episodes, which, if you haven't, you really should. Because really they're really should. Up. They're some of our best. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we Even always our earliest ones. <laughs> we always question. We're always like, I wonder who made this call. Was it the screenwriter? Was it the director? Was it the producer? Was it a mix? And it was nice was it a combination? to get that answer and see. No, nah, we can blame the director for what happened. We know who to blame. It was mm-hmm. it was the part with the last battle between Harry and Voldemort and how Voldemort dies. He claimed he wanted something quote unquote earthy, which I was like, okay. What? And then he talks about how he wanted them to do that where he. They pull each other and they go off the cliff together, which universally has kind of become a joke because it looks like Harry's about yeah. to kiss him. And then they <laughs> dramatically and then they do the weird yeah. like molding into each other, which I hated because Harry's a horcrux and no. they are like the same person and they become one. And but I'm just like, no, dude, this was not the time for your weird artsy crap. Like that's not what happens in the book. And it was weird and we didn't like it. So yeah. now we know who to blame. Yes, for we know. the horrible way that the Battle of Hogwarts went. Yeah, and it really it's the was the director's fault. He just so satisfying to be able to look at him and go, "Ah, you're the reason the end was terrible." It's so weird though because he owned it with like pride. Like yeah, he, he acted like it made it better. Great thing he did, and we and it's just like, no, dude, you did not make it better. Yeah, you made it weird. You just made it weird. So that was an interesting part. It was. It was awesome to see um, the Golden Trio together again. Oh, it was so good. And I thought it was so fun. I know. And how they just like all hugged each other and like just kept telling each other how much they love each other. Mm -hmm. And um, how nobody called Rupert Rupert. How they always called him either Roop or Roops. Got a real just tickled tickle in my heart for that. I just thought that was hilarious and I loved it. I'm a little surprised. Maybe not totally. I mean, I, I am because they started that, you know, filming when they so they're all in their early 30s. I'm surprised that only Rupert Grint has a kid. I'm not, you know. Well, no, not just from the Golden Trio, but also but looking at like. All of them, you know, like. No, I'm still not. All of the kids. Seriously, I'm surprised. Have that you seen? They're all in their early thirties, and only one is married with a kid. Have you seen Hollywood? What? That's the norm. Most people don't get married until they're but like they're thirty-five. They're not Hollywood. They're British. The UK, like acting world, they is are so still different. Worldwide, famous actors and actresses, though. I guess so. And most of them are still very active in the field. I feel like Rupert's done the least out of the Golden Trio, especially. I mean, Emma Watson, look at her. She's got a I know. amazing acting career. Daniel Radcliffe's gone on to do movies and musicals. But I'm also and plays. looking at like Tom Felton and you know, He's like all the quite a few on there. Jobs. But still not in the way that Hollywood is. Like it's there's still a part of it. A lot of, of them do more stage like The way that actors work in like England is honestly, I think it's awesome. There's a lot more crossover between stage and film work. 
but I'm not even just talking about but Hollywood. It's just something that I thought was like interesting. I'm just talking about like... the world in general has really moved to a position mm-hmm. where most people don't even think about marriage until 30. Kids, let alone not until they're 40. It's like really hard to have kids when you're that old. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter. That's kind of the way that the world has shifted, though, especially mm-hmm. when you want a career as well. That's true, I guess. And I, I, I see it as like, I understand why Emma isn't mm-hmm. like, hasn't like started a family or anything, but f- for men, they don't have to like worry about like their body changing and, you know, like actually having to birth the child. It's not as much of a career impacting decision, I feel like for them. Yeah, but I mean, they still have to have a willing partner. <laughs> I guess that's true. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting because it's just like. Because it's like 20 years later and and some of them even talked about like when my like my kids and my grandkids will all still watch this. And I'm like, a bunch of you like don't even have children yet. And you're getting to the age where it's like you probably won't have kids like unless you get going. So it was just funny. Um, Also, bawled my freaking eyes out when Hagrid, because he will always be Hagrid, was all like. Hagrid will be here in 50 years, another 50 years or another 20 years. I won't be, but Hagrid will. And I was just like, mm, no, like, well, I mean, I that whole like, tribute to all of the actors and actresses that have passed in the past I 20 know. years. I was like, oh, that's so sad. So many I'm good glad ones. They talked about the, OG you know, the Dumbledore. original Dumbledore. He was so good because he really was the perfect Dumbledore. Yeah. And they all mentioned, you know, how he had that like mischievous mischievous twinkle in Mm -hmm. his eye and how he was like a kid in an old man's body, you know, just like very Dumbledore, Mm -hmm. you know. And then they didn't even have the other Dumbledore on. Well, that's because because he didn't want to come on. That was his decision. We don't care because he wasn't good anyway. He was not, he was not Dumbledore. He didn't know how to be Dumbledore. Okay. (laughs) He didn't read the books. He didn't understand his own character. It was Mm. problematic. But I digress. (laughs) I liked seeing the original screen tests. Mm hmm. That was cute. Like, and they showed that, like, first original screen test where they got, like, the three that they ended up casting together, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was really funny to see, basically, from the beginning. The chemistry was perfect. They were their characters. It was fantastic. And just the, you know, the like best friend kind of like looks between like Harry and Ron and just, oh my gosh, it's just like, that's the first time like those that they met in that scene. Like, like that's amazing. Like that's awesome. Yeah. It's so cute too seeing them through the years, like, as actors mm. growing together, let alone like, you know, obviously we watch in the movies, Harry, Ron and Hermione grow together. But then seeing Daniel, Rupert and Emma growing together through those years as well was very cute. And seeing their friendship become tighter and then bonding over time mm. and then talking about their relationship with the other actors that they worked with, how the ones that they met early on knew them as children and they kind of treated them as children because that's what they knew them as. Whereas the ones that they met mm-hmm. later started treating them as adults and as actual actors and they loved it and were ready to be challenged. And oh, Daniel Radcliffe's yeah. relationship with um, 
Oh, serious black. Gary Oldman was mm-hmm. super cute. I thought that that and was And how like he like idolized him. Oh my gosh, so cute. So cute. <laughs> or how he had like a crush on, on uh Helena Bonham Carter. Uh-huh. Oh, that was <laughs> I love that part. And I loved Emma and Tom Felton's relationship mm-hmm. having like about talked about that you i feel like i got the vibe that emma and tom were the two most on board for this because i feel like they showed them a lot like they were almost like the focus a lot of it i don't know because i feel like daniel radcliffe did a lot too like daniel radcliffe yeah did you know one-on-one interviews with a couple of the directors and a couple mm-hmm, of the other like true. co-stars that's and true. stuff like it was it was like the main it was Harry, Ron, Hermione and Draco. Those were like the characters that they highlighted the most for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. And then it it was definitely cute to like hear about like their relationship and yeah. Their love for that each they other, still all their keep platonic love. Mhm. Yeah, it was cute. Well, <laughs> the scene with um yeah, with Emma and, and Rupert by the fireplace mm-hmm. where he's so like, I love you. And it's like after like a pause as a friend. <laughs> yeah, it's just like just so, so it's clear, like so them and you could like totally see their relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's just I don't know. I, I feel like the majority of it was, yeah, just like nostalgia, emotions throwbacks to like the scenes and just like how the character how the the actors like felt while playing those characters yeah it was a lot more emotion driven but then there were those few moments like they they definitely made sure that they they talked with each director about the films they directed Mm. and it was also interesting to me to hear everyone talk about mike newell because he was brought on right for um goblet of fire mm-hmm. and that's it yeah yeah he just said the one and same with um alfonso Cuaron. yeah who did Cuaron, the third one um for prisoner of azkaban because it's like chris columbus did two mm-hmm. and he was amazing then, i wish a little bit that he would have done them all but i understand that would have been too much for him but i think that he really yeah. understood what Harry Potter and Hogwarts well, and was about. Well, and he even talked about it, and that's that's just it, too. It's like, I try to imagine an entire series done by Chris Columbus, and I feel like it would have been... So good. ...beautiful. Yeah. And just tied together so well. Or even if they had kept Alfonso, because I feel like Prisoner of Azkaban, like, and, and he, the way he talked about how it's like, hey, like, the first two movies, they were still kids. Like, mm. in, in this book, in this one... They're they're officially teenagers like they're Mm -hmm. really entering like they're finally really entering adulthood. And the books start introducing some darker themes. So I wanted to, you know, weave that through. And like the way he talked about it, it's like. I love the third book and the third Mm -hmm. movie, like the third movie. Yeah, it's definitely up. It's my favorite movie. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's the it's like the best. It's so good. And I feel like I I just wonder if they had kept few flaws which you know i mean they all have their flaws as our episode to test so (laughs) but yeah i will agree the third one is yeah it's a good one but it's just interesting because then david yates did 
like the last like chunk you know yeah. he did five through seven order of the two. phoenix through all yeah yeah but mike newell it was interesting because it's like everybody talked about like the way mike treated them all as adults but then also how he brought just this like energy to set mm-hmm. and and that's all fine and good except he was another one of those directors that he talked about this book like the book and you know like his vision for turning it into a movie and it's like i get that the fourth book was one of is is the biggest book oh it's a chunky book yeah but it's also like the movie has that movie has the most problems you yeah. know well the only mm, thing that i mm, really do think he number got six right might be worse okay just just with the mm, mm. harry and Ginny relationship in six no, is real rough. What about this whole burning down the burrow scene? Yeah, that I include with the crappy Harry Ginny stuff. It's all a mess. <laughs> it's all together. I, th- okay, I think no, four you're, is you're better right. than four six. Four and six are both, but four and six are both rough for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so it's just interesting to me because, like, I mean, I think he did a fantastic job with ca- casting Voldemort because it's like Mike Newell had. A, a heavy hand in casting Ralph Fiennes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As Voldemort. And, you know, with controlling the look and everything that they ended up going with for Voldemort. And that, I think, was fantastic. Yeah. But a lot of other parts of that movie were just really rough. But it's so funny. It's inter- it was just interesting to see, you know, the pride they took in certain things where I'm like, I feel like most fans hated that part that these directors are so proud of. well what's interesting is i feel like the fourth movie actually is quite beloved when you don't compare it to the book people that haven't read the books and have only seen the movies i think traditionally really oh, like for the, sure the fourth one and when i don't compare it i mean the fourth movie is fun it's like pretty well made mm. for everything going on it is my least favorite movie really Yes. That's so interesting. With all the problems of the sixth one, I'll still watch the sixth one over the more fourth? readily than the fourth. I don't understand that, but okay. Um, Partially because I just don't like what anybody looks like in well, the fourth that's one. Well, that's fair. They, they all need a haircut. Awful. They look <laughs> awful in yeah. the fourth one. <laughs> yeah, that I can agree with. Um, but I just think it's interesting. I do feel like the fourth one isn't a lot of people's least favorite one. I think a lot of people like it. I think the sixth but is. But I feel like the but but the fourth book unliked. is also a lot of people's favorite book. True, true. So the people who have read the books, I feel like would be on yeah. my side and yeah. really really hate the fourth movie because it's yeah, really it would just not great. So, I don't know. I have my notebook in front of me, and so I'm like flipping through like all of my notes from all mm. the different movies and like all the different episodes we did. I think though that. Christopher Columbus, the man who did the first, the director of the first two. He's just, just so good. And he talks about it, how he kind of had to convince JK to, you know, let him do it. And he had to kind of talk to her about his vision and his ideas before she finally I thought it was agreed. the other way around. It took, they had to, they asked him multiple times and it was his daughter or something that convinced him to finally do it. That was, then after he agreed to do it, they still had to get Jake Hay on board with it. Okay. Yeah, it was a really long process. 
And I just think because of that, he really understood the magic of it. And then I, yeah, I feel like it just went downhill with directors a little bit because the fifth, sixth, and seventh part one and two, I mean, you can tell they were directed by the same guy, I think. I think that there's definitely some commonalities. Yeah, and they all are very poorly done in my personal yeah, and opinion. None of them are like ones that we were like, it actually wasn't that bad. We had where the so story, much to say. Where the story has the most potential, right? And mm-hmm. there's like the most like going on and, you know, like really great character development and you know, really complex problems and like personal dilemmas for people to overcome. Right. Like there's so much potential for those last ones. And I feel like David Yates was extremely selfish in caring more about his artistic vision. Yes. Than staying true to the story. Yeah. And creating something that fans it was, would enjoy. It was really hard hearing him talk about it because I really almost wanted to grab him by the shoulders and shake him and be like, seriously, dude? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like so. the scenes and, he and was talking about. different opinions, but these are our opinions. So, yeah. Just the scenes he was talking about and the scenes they were showing the clips of, like they showed like the Harry and Ginny stuff. And he was talking about that. And I was like, bruh, bruh, you slaughtered those scenes. Right. And or and, and <laughs> he's all like, oh, and this relationship it had to be. And I was like, you you're going to sit there. Do you see the same movie that we see? You're Do you gonna see the sit same there scenes? And tell me that I'm wrong. No. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like, you're going to look at me and you're going to tell me that I'm wrong. You know? <laughs> um, well, or about at the end of the sixth one, right, where they blow up Hagrid's hut and it's like, oh, what a fantastic scene. And it was you know, so exciting. We up right when Helena, you know, actually wove like her wand, like she d- really controlled it. And, and it it's wasn't like, even from the book. And it was not from the book. And it's like Hagrid's house is still in existence. And instead... You completely omitted the entire actual battle that happens at the end of the sixth one. Yeah. yeah. And then instead throw in this non-existent blowing up of Hagrid's house. Come on. Yeah. What Hagrid ever do to you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then like same with moving into the seventh ones. I just there were a lot of interesting choices. Again, if you want to hear our full thoughts, check out our Harry Potter episodes. Um, I was gonna say, if you if you like any of the the, the hints of of where we where we go where we're going with any of these ideas, our episodes are very extensive when it comes to the Harry Potter, especially books. the seventh <laughs> ones. Oh my goodness, our episodes are so long. Bless anyone we that gets through them in advance. Um, and in the past, I guess. Yeah, if you've listened to them, <laughs> shout out to you. But yeah, I think my favorite part was where he talked about that scene with Voldemort at the end and I was like you are the reason for that horrible horrendous ending where Voldemort Which turns into believe that dust. he's the reason for all of the other really bad stuff yeah. in those movies he directed so it was you know so, yeah. it was almost like getting closure in a way but I'm it was also a little cathartic s- yeah I'm also a little sad because <laughs> like I'm like <laughs> what could it have been if someone else had directed, if Christopher Columbus had Ugh, come If Christopher back. Columbus, yeah. But. Well, and what's interesting is, for whatever reason, 
Warner Brothers or whatever freaking loved him because he then continued to direct all of the Fantastic Beasts movies. Which are a travesty in and of themselves that I will not dive into at this point in time. If you'd like us to do interesting, but they if you'd like us to do a minisode on that, let us know. (laughs) I'd love to give my thoughts and opinions Mm. on that horrendous series. I wouldn't I personally wouldn't describe it as horrendous. I think it's entertaining. I think the first one was great and they just the second one they went off the trail and I think the third one's gonna throw themselves off a cliff. I was gonna say the secrets of Dumbledore comes out this year. Yeah, why I, I thought this was supposed to be about Newt and suddenly we're all about Dumbledore? What happened? Anyways. No, it was their segue of going into the origin story of the original like super powerful wizards and Which stuff i think, I think. is stupid i would have preferred it to just what focus i on think new. would be dope would be the martyr series that we've all been like waiting for sh- yes <laughs> like come on just give it to us give us the mar like just give I, it to I us i need like a bbc original series though i don't want a movie i need like we're like i think netflix original series i think netflix could do it justice mm, mm-hmm Netflix did a really good job with like the, their Marvel shows. Like I yeah. really liked Daredevil yeah. and Jessica Jones. I have high hopes for their live action version of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. I think they'll do it justice compared to that real crappy movie that I pretend doesn't exist. Yeah, that's fair. So I think, I think for sure, Netflix could make like a Netflix original, like the Harry Potter, the Marauders, or whatever. Yeah. You know. Yes. That would be so good. Yes. Just can you imagine just Hogwarts in the 70s and just like <laughs> this group of just like ragtag illegal like animaguses just like running around. Yeah. But then also, you know, the trouble brewing, like just like With under the Voldemort surface. initially coming mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah. Anyways, back to the 20th <laughs> celebration. Back to the original. Listen, listen, we like Harry Potter. We go off. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're we should probably wrap up here soon. So this mini. So doesn't oh, get yeah, too long. Uh, final thoughts. I really enjoyed the reunion thing. I think if you haven't watched it and you're a Harry Potter fan, I definitely would. I don't think it's like gonna you know ruin your opinion of any of the movies or no i don't think it's i mean for me i didn't cry i cheered up a couple times but i didn't physically cry but i've always been a crier yeah yeah and also with being diagnosed with adhd I have titrated and weaned off of my antidepressant and anti-anxiety medication. So you're just so going through a lot. This is like my first week of not taking my meds and my emotions are all over the place. So, so that didn't help. No. But like even without that, I probably still would have like cried at a couple spots. Yes. Even while but on my if meds. You're but worried. off my meds, it was just like, I was just crying through like the whole thing for different reasons. If you're... <laughs> Happy tears, sad tears, just general nostalgia tears. Just, yeah, know. so don't let the thought of crying deter you because I, unless you're feeling... It's like, healthy to cry sometimes. Especially emotional. I don't think it'll make you cry too much. Maybe, you know, a gentle single tear down the cheek as you reminisce on the good old years. But... <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, I thought it was really cute. I really loved seeing all the actors and actresses. Um, I thought it was a little sad that Maggie Smith wasn't there, but also I understand she is up there in years and... It was She's also COVID. a cancer survivor. Yeah, it was. And with COVID going on, you know, like she so can't risk getting sick. I got sick. that. So. A little sad about it. Um, and I was sad to see a couple of the I others. I was also sad. I, I, as I mentioned, I could, couldn't, couldn't care, care less. less about Dumbledore. Yes, not him. Silly Dumbledore, whatever his Michael face was, Gambin. wasn't there. I think Michael Gambon. But I did miss Mrs. Weasley. Um, that, yeah, um, and Lupin, Mrs. Weasley's. Karen, Sharon, Karen, what is her name? I had it and now it's gone. It was on the tip of my tongue. I don't think you've ever read the actress's name for Mrs. Weasley. Mrs. Weasley for Molly. Yeah. Um, Julie Walters. Julie Walters. That's it. (laughs) Sharon is very different. I don't know where those came. I don't know where those came from. Leave me alone. Yeah, I, I, I missed her and I missed um, guy who plays Lupin. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, and like Tonks David, wasn't there. But David the same Thulis. Yeah. Thulis. But at the same time, it's like it also would have been kind of impossible with how long those the, the series is and just how many actors yeah. and actresses they've had on the sh- show. To have all of them. The two. It would have been kind of fun to see Cedric just. I think, yeah, that would have been hilarious to to have a little cameo. It would have been really funny to just have like the smallest, just like the smallest, like a single question. (laughs) Do you remember filming this (laughs) This movie? A single question for Robert Pattinson. Like, (laughs) like, do you do you regret the career path that this movie set off for you? (laughs) You know, like or something. Um, Um, But. Yeah, I think Mrs. Weasley was definitely a big one that I was missing with the Weasley family reunion. But it was still cute. Um, But it was still fun seeing like all of them together, like mm -hmm. in the burrow, like sitting around the table talking. Mm -hmm. I like that they had uh, Dean and um, Luna Luna and and Neville. Neville. Um, That was very cute and fun. So, yeah, definitely uh, give it a watch if you can. I guess it also depends if you have. HBO Max or not. HBO Max. But. They're like, and HBO Max is not doing any sort of free trial right now. It's like they know. So unfortunately. (laughs) They know everyone would abuse it. (laughs) Yeah. So you, you really do have to pay for like at least a month or something. But it is really good. It does not just make you cry. It also made me laugh and smile a lot. So. Go watch it if you have access to it and you Mm -hmm. haven't seen it yet. You really should. I'm tempted to watch it again, even though I know it'll make me cry again. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so those are just like our thoughts. And obviously, when it comes to Harry Potter, we could talk forever. But we're going to stop. A really long time. So (laughs) those are our thoughts on the Harry Potter reunion that HBO Max did on New Year's. And obviously, we recommend it. Uh, Just as a reminder, last week we released our first episode of 2022. We talked about Ella Enchanted. And it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun recording that episode. And so go ahead and check that out. And our reading calendar for the next three months. So January, February, March uh, is out. You can find it on our social medias um, or on our website. 
uh, tbwdpodcast.com. Next week, we will be doing Treasure Island compared to Disney's animated movie Treasure Planet, mm-hmm. which will be kind of, which will be fun and, and a little different because they're obviously there's obvious changes. There's a lot of differences. It's a different. I'll be bringing in my uh, my Star Trek knowledge to make some fun comparisons yeah. <laughs> there. It'll be interesting. It'll be lots of fun. So, mm-hmm. and then the mini sode after that, that, we're and gonna. Then there's we've we've got some really fun collaborations um, oh, yes, coming up soon. Too. We're finalizing now, so I'm not going to make any premature announcements, but be on the lookout. We'll we'll announce those as um, as we yes. finalize them. But we're we're excited. We've got some fun collabs in the works yes. for future episodes. But the the mini sode after next week. Um, we'll be talking about the other adaptations of Treasure Planet a little bit. I mean, not Treasure Planet, Treasure, Treasure Island. Island. <laughs> so if you're more interested in just hearing about the different, uh, what's the word I'm looking the for? Many different takes. The different yeah, takes, different interpretations. But I don't know. Oh my gosh, there's so many. Yeah. So. Uh, if you're interested in that, that'll be the mini-sode, uh, the next mini-sode. So two weeks from when this comes out. Mm-hmm. So you can also look forward to that. But either way, we are grateful for you for tuning in. Please, if you enjoy our podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe to it on Share with whatever your you friends. listen to it on. And we hope that you have a great week. And don't forget to read.